Good morning, and welcome to Ronkel and the Mayor. Looks like we got some more local updates to come. I uh, recently just got back from uh, a few of my walks, and uh, I have a new park across the street called Springwater Meadows, and uh, the locals planted dozens of native plants and trees, and it's kind of become an impromptu bird sanctuary. And the other day, they dedicated the park with a plaque and a covered sign that has a description of all the plants and plantings. There was a little party. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, another thing I've noticed uh, just in this week is it's house selling season again, apparently. Everything is for sale. Dozens of homes have come up for sale. So everybody's trying to cash in while prices are pretty high here in Portland. I don't blame them. Um, you know, if you've lived here for 20 plus years, you've suddenly seen your, the cost of your home skyrocket. And, uh, if you're not underwater or have too much other debt, boy, what a great opportunity, I guess, for some people. Although you'd have to drag me kicking and screaming out of Selwood. This place is just great. Um, let's see the other, the other updates here is, uh, traffic still is still terrible. Uh, it's backed up for miles again today, and there were a couple of wrecks. Some of Portland's finest were here to try and help dissect the situation this morning. I had to climb over some cars um, at 13th and Tacoma. It's an intersection near my house. Um, the other thing I've noticed uh, recently is the birds are back, or at least all the little ones. Um, not sure what they do all winter long other than just try not to freeze to death. Um, I have a series of finches and uh, other birds all eating and drinking out of my bird bath and a series of small trees here in my yard. So that's actually kind of nice. I find myself watching them and <laughs> wondering what they're doing. Uh, they always have a lookout on the fence or on a high spot nearby the water, kind of keeping keeping an eye out for the neighborhood cats. And uh, so far, uh, while the cats also drink out of these bird baths that I have, I have not seen a cat actually get one of these birds. Not to say that they haven't. Uh, I'm not around all the time, but uh, yeah, it's kind of nice. A lot of a lot of really bright red birds that I haven't seen in the past. Uh, they're some type of finch, but. Um, really haven't seen so this many in such a short period of time ever. So I don't know if that's part of climate change or just uh, they found a new spot um, because of my uh, kind of feeding them and giving them a place to drink water. Um, I have no idea. Uh, like I said, the walks continue. Um, I just had a, a really nice one today, actually. The, the weather held for me. It's supposed to be raining, but I took the risk, and uh, it looks like I beat it. And as I look out the window now during this recording, the, the sun is actually coming out, which is uh, was not supposed to happen today. I was ready just to get sacked in with the uh, rain, and uh, basically this is muddy season here. So uh, that's kind of nice. Maybe it'll dry out a little bit. Um, Maybe it's time to go get a good good cup of coffee after this. So, walks have been great. I already banged out my uh, my core exercises for the 
for the day, so I'm free and clear on exercise. It's something we talked about on the last episode. I know I don't need to motivate myself for the rest of the day now to exercise because I got it out of the way early, and now everything else will just be gravy. So I uh, I'm pretty excited about that, as you can tell. You know. <laughs> All right, why don't we uh, take a pause here from. Uh, Walking update and uh, recap yesterday's big IndyCar news. Uh, NTT, uh, an IT company out of, or I guess just massive company, sort of like a Verizon in America, signed to be the title sponsor of IndyCar. Um, rumors are it's $10 million a year of over three years, so $30 million plus $10 million of activation each year. So it comes out to around $60 million. The cash goes straight to the teams or the, the league to pay the teams um, to keep operating. So that was good news. There was also a, a, title, announce, a t- title announcement for a Laguna Seca, which is WeatherTech Raceway now. They got Firestone to be the title sponsor of the race. And Rev, R-E-V, they make motorhomes and fifth wheels and things like that, became the title sponsor of Road America, uh, replacing Kohler, who, so I don't know if that's a a lateral move or not, but at least there's still a a sponsor. And uh, this is kind of a funny one, but the Gateway uh, Oval uh, is going to continue to be called the Bomberito 500, and that's headed by the Bomberito Auto Group. Um, it's an actual name, a family name, and they have a couple of presenting sponsors for their race too. I think it's Valvoline and Axel. Uh, so, uh, the Bomberito people who seem to love IndyCar and are enthusiastic about it also have lined up a lot of sponsorship for their, for their race and they seem to fill the stands. Uh, you just have to want to hang out in Missouri, uh, which is probably the main problem. Uh, but good on them for uh, continuing to be part of the sport that uh, me and like six other people so love. <laughs> um, the other, some other news is uh, it does look like Surfer's Paradise in Australia is a go for 2020. There's the potential to go to Argentina. Uh, my hope is that the Mexico City race happens Um it just seems to be more convenient, and it, and it fills in the North American tour. It, it would be proper to have races, of course, in the, the lower 48. There's one in Canada and Toronto, but I think they need to uh, add a second in Canada, and Mexico City would be excellent. Then you cover all of North America. You have representation of drivers from all three countries, so uh, you know the local fans can have someone to cheer for. So a lot of good news in IndyCar. Still some rumors about a third manufacturer uh, coming in. Fiat is always the one. I was sort of hoping it would be Nissan, uh, personally, or Toyota, but I don't think we'll see either of those come in to compete against Honda, who has been the sole Japanese supplier for several years now, and it would be tough to compete against them. Chevrolet is the other uh, manufacturer in IndyCar, so they divvy up the field right now. But a third would would make it uh, less expensive for the teams, and uh, I would actually like to see them open the rules up and allow for four cylinders. Uh, I know I know these uh, seven eight hundred horsepower six cylinder cars are great, but I would like to see um, some longer. Uh, fuel mileage cars maybe add to the the competition a little bit. Um, 
just uh, they probably would be lower power but higher revving uh, maybe get you know extended fuel mileage and i'd like to see hybrids too any car has sort of uh, not gotten involved in hybrid formula uh, for it's it's still uh, the petroleum based system so it is what it is indycar is not exactly flush with cash like formula one so it takes a few years to make these moves but all in all things have looked uh, pretty good i'm pretty happy about it and uh you know i'm pretty excited uh, there was some testing at sebring yesterday 12 cars and uh you know, it's, uh, spring training is just around the corner at Circuit of the Americas or CODA down in uh, Austin, Texas. That comes up, and then the season starts in March in St. Petersburg. So we're we're almost there. And uh, while we're on that note, we are uh, nine days away from the 24 hours of Daytona. Um, we already had the roar before the 24. I think there's 56 entries. Don't quote me on that, but pretty good haul for uh, the tw- the. Daytona 24, which is a, a decent endurance race. Um, it's not IndyCar. It's all sports cars, open wheel and LMP1 cars. So high-tech hybrid vehicles. Pretty awesome stuff. But uh, Daytona is a pretty crummy course. Uh, they use part of the oval, then the infield, and they just kind of drive around this thing for 24 hours. Um, it is what it is. I uh, crave it. So I'm glad it's back. Um, but I uh, can't wait for some of the the better endurance racing throughout the year like Le Mans and uh anything any of the western european tracks uh they just seem uh more prepared for it i'd love to see an endurance race at road america uh with some of the imsa guys um but we'll see we'll see if that happens um i i can't get too greedy there are plenty of series right now that to watch and uh Sports car and open wheel racing season is just about upon us, so I can't wait. And uh, while while we're on that note, let's wait a second here and get into another topic. I'd like to talk a little bit about conspiracy news. I don't know if any of you follow the news. This that's a pretty pretty rough segue there, but let's uh, continue with it. the The thing I like to check now for conspiracy is the Q Anon people. Um, They believe JFK Jr., who died tragically in a plane crash, is actually still alive and is the the leader, or possibly Q himself, and he is working with Trump, who's actually working with Mueller, and they're going to arrest 60,000 Democrats slash pedophiles in this mass arrest and put them all in Guantanamo Bay and some new facility that supposedly was built in Oklahoma City. And these are the same people who created Pizzagate and believed that there was a pedophile ring in the basement of a pizza shop that Hillary Clinton ran. Uh, it's absolutely stunning that these uh, these people believe this, and it's completely intertwined with the Trump support. Uh, it's 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 confusing to me, and just about every world conspiracy you can think of: the Illuminati, the Bilderbergs, Roswell, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, we you know we don't actually exist. We live in the matrix. Um, sort of, uh, we're just a running simulation. These people believe all of it, uh, all of it. It's, uh, it's like religion. And as far as I can tell, there's about 10 million of them, although the numbers have dwindled as things have not uh, worked out in their favor. Um, I used to love conspiracy. I would, uh, I would follow it, uh, on my own. I would read about, uh, aliens or UFOs or, uh, 
alternative uh, universe sort of theories, and I just thought it was fun. I uh, I was interested in it. It, it uh, made me think, made me laugh. Uh, I, and then uh, I grew up, and it turned out some people actually believe all this. Now, I'm willing to allow for room that there are things we, we don't know, aren't privy to, uh, were possibly even lied to uh, uh, by a government or an agency. But the mass cover-up of things like uh, entire political parties being pedophiles or criminals uh, is, is just about impossible. Uh, the, the amount of leaking you see just in events that are happening now, imagine a vast conspiracy where literally hundreds of thousands of people would have to keep something secret for decades. Um, it just doesn't seem plausible. Uh, while it's fun to think about, and in a two-hour movie, it's probably pretty cool, it, it just makes almost zero sense. And to sort of top it off, uh, most of the conspiratorial believers, or the Q folks, are also fairly mean-spirited. Um, they, they say horrible things. They accuse anyone who's left-leaning or not with them to either be against them or some sort of horrific person, basically a criminal or uh, someone who's just so morally defunct they aren't worth living. It's it's fascinating to me. So they 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 must have some self hate or or something along those lines to have to project that. Um, they claim to all need to stick together and want to be together, and there's a lot of professing of love and uh, companionship, but it, it seems to be mostly deranged or uh, people that are just have felt outcast their whole life, their whole, all their lives, and they're seeking something, some sort of membership, belonging to something. And uh, since this requires uh, almost nothing except your faith, um, they join in. You don't even have to have anything grounded or based in fact. Uh, it doesn't really matter. And you can pretty much bring anything to the table. So it's, it's kind of like being a child in school. You just do what you want and, uh, you know, let everything fall. Unfortunately, these are mostly voting age adults and plenty of them are probably parents. They probably operate motor vehicles and hold, and some of them even hold jobs, um, which is fascinating to me that you could hold a job and also hold these thoughts uh, in your head. Uh, just absolutely crazy things. And uh, while I'm open to people wanting to believe anything they want, some of the stuff like the JFK Jr., uh, just it's just blows my mind. I can't, I can't wrap my head around how... This very prominent uh, person, a Kennedy, died and then stayed hidden for a couple of decades only to reemerge as the leader of the Q who will set the record straight. Uh, it just, <laughs> it's, it's just so bogus. It, it, I, I can't say it out loud and not laugh or run out of words. I feel like my brain stops working. And so, uh, yeah. I am totally into this. It plays into my love of politics. And I, I check in on these people every day. I, I actually do it anonymously. I don't really know any of these folks, but I, I do it on Twitter. I'll check in 
uh, which I use Twitter a lot to check the news. And if you want to see what the conspiracy folks are up to at any moment, anytime any international event happens or any politician is uh, elected, resigns, the Q folks or the conspiracy people are right on it, um, including uh, what, what was the recent one? General Mattis retired or resigned. And the reason was because he needed to resign so that he could oversee the tribunals when they arrest Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all the other Dems, including Kate Brown of Oregon, my governor. Somehow she's being arrested in these uh, these roundups as well. So just uh, uh, unbelievable. And uh, it, it just continues to grow and grow. And I, I guess this sort of stuff bothers me because I thought the UFO stuff was pretty outrageous, and I, and I actually uh, appreciate some of it. I think it's kind of fun to think about, but this stuff just blows it away. Uh, the fact that you can just take all of written history, recorded history, and just throw it to the wind and say it's all fake and this is what's real. It started when Donald Trump was elected president. I find that to be absurd, and uh, that's the sort of stuff that keeps me up at night. Um, not really. I, I sleep quite well. But I do have some concerns about these people, uh, wondering when you know more of them will obviously be elected into office, uh, represent us on some level. Um, they, we probably are, uh, I, not probably, I know people who have family members that are, are down with some of this stuff. Uh, they, they absolutely believe it and they reject the fact that the guy, that the guy that's running the country, Trump is a, is a complete fool and a criminal, but somehow Hillary Clinton, who's not my fave either, you know, she was a terrible candidate at some point, uh, but she would have been a wonderful president, um, not not a uh, lost buffoon like this guy. So it's pretty unbelievable. Uh, you don't always have to appreciate the other the, the other side. You don't have to like the person that is working against your ideals. But the fact that the person working against most of us right now is not even qualified uh, to operate a straw is uh, is terrible. And it leads to things like Q and uh, the rise of conspiracy, the rejection of science and facts. Um, you know, what is the point of going to school for 12 to 13 years in America if at the end of it you just get to decide that none of it was real? I don't know, but it seems like that, that could be very dangerous. Uh, so how's, how about that for my little conspiracy rant of the day? Um, why, don't we, uh, why don't we try to wrap this baby up? Um, you know, we did cover a little bit of walking tiny bit of neighborhood news really wasn't much going on it's hasn't it's been two or three days since we last spoke um, checked in with some IndyCar news and updates and uh, gave you my views on it which I think everything is awesome right now we covered a little bit of uh, conspiracy a um, little bit of dated news there but it just sort of goes in a in a giant circle they keep you know coming back to the same point over and over so the, these folks don't really know uh, what they're doing either. Um, and, uh, you know, we uh, told you about the new park across the street, uh, which there should be some more updates on that. There's going to be another uh, sort of dedication. They're going to have a coffee and uh, some sort of party there. They had, they had a little small one a few weeks ago to dedicate the sign, but they're going to dedicate the park again since everything is finished. So, uh, yeah. Here we are on Thursday in Portland. It's January 17th, and uh, 
like to thank you all for uh, dipping into the slipstream here with me. I'd like to thank Hana again for staring at me the entire time, my fluffy little cat. She's sitting there in front of the fireplace. Uh, I'd like to thank all the little people out there, all the listeners. And uh, you know what? Have a great day. Be safe. Thanks for listening.